You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car, no matter if you're near or far. He'll change your oil or fix your flat, and he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Frosty, hit it. We should be singing, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. <laughs> I sleep all night and work all day. Good day, everybody, and welcome to Dave's Corner Garage from, uh, it's cold everywhere. Exactly, you know, especially tr- if you're, you know, you're wearing ladies' underwear. And, well, you know, so you're cross-dressing Like the already. song, like the Did song. Did you bring <laughs> coffee and bagels with, you didn't bring anything in No, again? I didn't, I didn't, you're as a matter cheapskate. I did oh. offer to buy, because it's free, but she said, no, I don't want one. Okay. That's okay. That's well, okay. we should start off the show quickly here, just by saying congratulations to Team Canada, the juniors who won the gold. Yay! Yay! Great game, and uh, and and the press lay off the kid from Sweden. I mean, get over it. <laughs> but uh, speaking of getting over it, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Al, take it away and introduce your co-host for this morning. I have with me the uh, author, the owner of driveslikeagirl.com or .ca. .ca, drivelikeagirl.ca. That is the Lovely sound of Christina Legowski. Oh, thank you, Alan. You're always so sweet. Hey, Thanks guys, for joining us. That's why I love coming here. Do you want a room? We have to, no, we have to change the opening, though, because it says, gentlemen, start your engines. But we got it a lady say, here. Yeah, like gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, or lady and gentlemen. Well, actually, now, how they get around from it now, being a NASCAR fan, I am to say, drivers, start your engines. That's how they do it. They do. They do indeed. Yeah. Although, what's her name? Uh, retired. Danica, who's done a great I job. I heard. Why yeah. did she retire? She hadn't won a race. <laughs> oh, dear. It's <laughs> right, money. Money. We're going to talk about all kinds of interesting things today. We're going to talk about the record number of electric vehicles that are getting sold. We're going to talk yes. about modern technology and all the changes that are happening in the cars and whether people... At the speed of light, it's changing. Do they like them? Do they accept them? Do they use them? We're going to have to find out. And also, yeah. listen, if you have an electronic vehicle, we'd like to hear from you. If you've got any problems with it or what you like about it, they're here to take your calls. And then later on this hour, we're going to give you a chance to win... Courtesy of Dave McLean at the Toronto International Auto Show. A set of uh, four tickets for the show, which kicks off in the middle of February. So So. soon? That's just like around the corner. It can be around the corner and then beyond that. That'll be spring. We'll be golfing. What about that (laughs) 10-mile extension cord that we have? Uh, you uh, you drank it, I think. <laughs> All right, stick this around. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got a car care question. Give us a call right now. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we've got a couple new things on our website, which we'd love you to see. Mm-hmm. So if you go to davescornergarage.com, we started a brand new series 
on YouTube, and the one right now is with Salem Tires, and uh, Dave Very has timely. some tips with uh, what to do with your rubber winter tires in this lovely time of the year. We'll put them on your car if they're not already. Two months, spring, golf courses will be open the third week. I'm ready. How are you, Al? Camera three. <laughs> All right, super. Again, Christina Legowski's joined us in the studio today. And Christina, you know, you, yes. you off times, you know, write and report on new vehicles. So I you do. must have driven a whole lot of electric cars, have you not? I have, ri- I have driven a couple. Um, I've driven uh, the Ford Focus EV, mm-hmm. which I quite liked. I've driven the Nissan Leaf, which is now they're coming out with a, a, the Nissan leave 2.0 and i've also driven a tesla now in terms of the cars you've liked the cars for the most part haven't you they're fantastic they're you know the acceleration is not to be believed Mm -hmm. they're so much fun right so much fun but 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 at the end of the day this this part-time ownership that you took had its challenges it certainly did i mean the problem is the the charging because there isn't a lot of public vehicle electric charging. Just go to Al's house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> plug it I hadn't in there. thought of that. I hadn't thought of that. I was in the neighborhood, um, you know. And I and I since it's been a, it's been a, about a year since I had an electric vehicle, mm-hmm. and things changed as I was saying at the speed of light with this. Um, now, of course, let me back up. These are full electric cars rather than hybrids. These are yes, absolutely. These are cars that you do not put gas in, and that's one of the fun things is going past the gas station and not having to stop. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and in Ontario, um, if you do go to a charging station, you do not get charged for the power. They can only charge for the actual parking. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I had this experience at a hotel chain, which I will not mention, downtown, that tried to charge me $50 to charge my electric vehicle. And no, no, no. It was $50 for the parking spot. But it was $50 for the parking spot. And then I explained, well, I'm not a guest. I'm just going to the, you know, to a, a shopping mall nearby. And, um, uh, and then uh, I came back after two hours and they realized that I was telling the truth. I was not a guest. And you bought shoes for $300. I bought shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, yes. so as, a, as the audience with a consumer background uh-huh. here, yes. um, what is the difference between, how do you find out where these stations are and this versus is a, something, a gas station? A very good question. And now if I you try. go to... Um, Poorly, but I try. There are, uh, there are uh, there's a website called Plug and Drive and they will tell you, you sort of have to do this in advance of go, actually going out. Um, and because they're not really that well advertised. And uh, J.D. Power studies showed that 60% of people, even like in places in California where there are charging stations like we have Tim Hortons, um, do not recognize, you know, where these places are to charge their... So if you start your car up you know, yes. at any time of the day... You just turn it on, by the way. You thank you. Yeah. Actually start it up. Yes, it doesn't go right, do. right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, I know that. Uh, so how do you know? Is there a map that shows where yes. these... So in, in a given area like the GTA, yes. how many stations are there? It's a good question. I don't know because, again, it's changing, um, you know, So for by today's the example, you go out and go, because it's so nice and mild out there, you need, <laughs> you need to get plugged in, so yes. to speak. Uh, how many would be in a, on on average? How many would be available in Toronto? Um, GTA to Guelph again. I wouldn't even want to hazard a guess because oh come yeah. on, you've heard this show. A, a couple, Make it up. Maybe maybe a couple hundred. I don't know. Maybe oh, a couple okay. hundred. Uh, a couple hundred, a few hundred. And I know that at places like Yorkdale, they have really you know stepped up their game. They have hmm. a very nice. 
um, charging uh, station. Uh, you know, they have several charges available. Do they have a, like a Linda Nordstrom special special one that you can charge up? <laughs> Cash at $3,000? They, they actually are near the Nordstrom, believe it or not. Of course. Near the Nordstrom's. Imagine that. And it's interesting because Tesla has their own charging station um, because uh, they operate on a different charging protocol than, say, a Nissan Leaf. So or, in other words, so the, the charging stations are not universal. No, they're not. And they, that's one thing they need to come up with mm-hmm. is something that applies to so all. So well, you mentioned the Ford and you mentioned the, uh, the Leaf. The Leaf, yep. are, are those use the same style? Yes, they do. Yep. So the plug is essentially the same idea. It's so, essentially okay. the same, but you can have different speeds as well. Mm-hmm. Consumer question 103. Oh, Steve's hand went up. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm an obedient little boy sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Al, don't look like that. I didn't say a word. So you're, what, was it, what does it cost and how long does it take to charge your car? Well, they can't really charge you, again, for the parking. At York Hill, the parking is free. It's like a reporter. It's no charge. No charge. It's free. But they they do charge a little extra for the parking um, in that part of Yorkdale, I believe. Um, I was not partaking of it at that time, so I didn't. It didn't really. uh, They they can charge for the parking, but they can't charge you for the for the power. So if you go to um, say. I know that there's, I thought I saw one on Adelaide or Richmond downtown, and there is like a little sign, but that's in a parking garage, so you would have to pay for the parking, but you do not pay for the charge. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I know, well, I know. So that's, you know, like they're, you, if, you're, if you're charging at home, it's a, it's a whole different story because, you, you know, you do pay for that hydro. So if you have an experience as if you own an electric vehicle, give us a call. We'd Christine, love to hear from yeah, you. Christina will answer some questions, as will our fast and honest mechanic. I was in a customer's car the other day, as a matter of fact, and it was kind of neat. It was a GM, which blew me away. Uh, but the gas gauge was hooked up to the GPS. So the gas gauge is now flashing. You're almost out of gas. And the uh. GPS pops up and it says, would you like us to show you where the gas station was? Really? I thought that was neat. Oh, that's, is that's, that the cool. Way, that's the Waze app, right? Uh, no, it was just part of the, the General Motors on-call. Oh. On-call, on-call yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are really, yeah. Well, speaking of They're calls, of if you've things. got a car care question, give us one right now. Or car buying. Or, or stealing. It threw them right <laughs> out. <laughs> We've got some hot answers for you to get one of them hot cars. This is uh, Alan, and this is Dave's Corner Garage, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're talking specifically about electronic vehicles, but if you've got other questions, feel free to give us a call. And uh, this year at the uh, Canadian International Auto Show, there is going to be a special event uh, circled right around uh, electronic vehicles. We'll be talking to Norris McDonald in the back half hour of the show and give you a chance to win some ducats for it. I want to see you in an EV car, Al. I think you'd be dangerous. Uh, you know what? It's funny. I did when we were in Detroit. I guess it was a couple yeah, years, two back, years ago. Yeah, they had a thing set up in the basement, and I, I, you know what? I drove the Volt, and I was fine with it because, like a man, I was concerned about my uh, range anxiety. Um, Aww. And um, I thought you considered. You can about, take stuff for that, you know. <laughs> I thought you were worried about where the stick shift was with your. No, that I okay. could handle. Um, okay. No, but uh, you know, it was nice having the backup. You didn't have to worry that it was going to die on you. Where, right. like you say, you were in a, a full electric Ford. And, yes. and oh, we're talking about how people don't even recognize the fact that there's a plug here and it says for electric cars only. Yes. And when you got to Yorkdale. Yes, when I got to Yorkdale, um, I... And you saw the plugs. I so saw, you knew this was the spot to park. And this was, but mind you, this is a couple of years ago. Like I said, they've, they've stepped up their game at Yorkdale. Um, I arrived at Yorkdale and I had my EV and um, uh, I saw where they had the EV parking 
and I and I wanted to park, but I couldn't because there were all these other non-EV cars, mm-hmm. like you know uh, various SUVs, and there was you know like a sedan there, and they were. No, using fuel. segregated, yes. segregated. Yes, you, and you fossil fuels giants. Get yes, out of exactly. Here. <laughs> yeah, you dinosaurs. And, Go have gas you know, somewhere else. And uh, when I went to security, it's like, well, we can't do anything. We can't tow them because these are customers, and this is parking, and we can leave a little note on their on their window saying, "Say, oh, that is Christmas. Don't do this. <laughs> Pull them out." Now, with, with a full electric car, though, if if you run out. What what do you do? Well, and I actually did that. I did a simulated breakdown because I like doing that sort of thing. Yeah, good um, excuse. That's what you call it. <laughs> simulated breakdown. Yeah. Oh, damsel in distress. Yeah. I need some help. Yeah. And, um, and it was interesting. And at the time, it was with the Nissan Leaf. Um, so I drove out to Milton, and then I drove back, and I knew I was going to run out of power. And, um, and I had checked before. Um, I called the CAA. They came with, like, a flatbed truck because you can't just, you know, hook it up and, and, and tow it like you would like, you know, uh, a regular mm-hmm. car. And uh, and he was very nice and got me home. I actually called a Nissan dealer and they said, oh, you can come to the nearest Nissan dealer and, uh, you know, we can leave it here overnight and it'll get charged. And I said, well, I can't really do that because I need to get home right now. So how long does it take typically for a car to get fully charged and get on your way? That particular car, and this was a couple of years ago again, it took overnight. So oh, I was, really? it would it would, you know, you have to give yourself, you know, about six to eight hours. Okay, isn't that a challenge, though, Al? I mean, yes. typically with a fossil fuel car that we all have, mm-hmm. if you're running low and you only have a few bucks in your on your bank account or whatever, you say you get $20, right. you can at least put in, like, maybe a half a tank. Exactly. But if you can't, uh, <laughs> if there's no money and you can't find a station to plug into, you're right. uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, you are. Well, and the thing is, they've, um, you know, this, like I'm saying, my I didn't experience, say the word. But no, you I, didn't. I, good boy. You, you are a good boy today. Oof. What have you been, I, I don't know, I have to talk a to your wife. Of, a lot of good, Glenn Livett. Very good. <laughs> At um, 8 o'clock in the morning? Anytime's a good <laughs> time for Glenn Livett. It's 12 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Plug my right. car in, girl. <laughs> but, you know, batteries are getting better. You know, you're talking about batteries and, yes. and what do you do about that. And, and they're increasing. And now we're getting to the point where cars may be able to actually do some intercity travel. Well, and this is it. You have... Um, intercity travel. Exactly. I mean, because we're talking for the most part now, you know, cars to get you to work and back. Yeah, and just, yeah. Because most ranges are, what, about 60, 70 Ks or maybe 100. So give me an idea. Yeah. What's intercity travel? Well, we're talking about from one city to another. Okay, but <laughs> well, maybe ass. yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. Your wife will be very happy. See that, Deb? Well, so so chance. so you're talking about a trip, you know that you know um, Toronto that, to that, Barrie, say. Well, that should be easy because you're only what about a hundred k's. Yeah. Okay. So, but when you get to Barrie, you could recharge. Now, if you want to go to Sudbury and you want to do that continue on trip. Well, then what do you do? You're going to have to find a fast charge station, right. which still takes about an hour, I think, for the most part. Well, it takes a couple of hours. A couple? Yeah. A couple of hours. Um, so, so what's the resistance from the consumer about not really jumping on board this thing right away? Well, well part of the okay. problem is the number of stations, as we spoke about. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I can, and I have this, actually, what people are This is live are, radio. Are you can't read it. script. You know, you just got to I know. Well, I'm just referring it. to my notes here. Of course. Um, the availability of charging stations was the first most... Uh, biggest concern with um, people that were interested in buying a full electric vehicle, and then this actually is, is range anxiety ranked number number two. Okay. Range anxiety, yes, yeah. like range that. anxiety, yes. That's what they call it. Isn't and that what you had at New Year's when your furnace went down? <laughs> that <laughs> was anxiety for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was some anxiety. kind of anxiety. Yeah, it was a furnace anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, cost to own, maintenance, battery, blah blah. Actually, they're very low maintenance. 
they're really low maintenance because there's not a lot of moving parts. But I know you guys, you love to hear that, don't you? Well, uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Being in the car repair business, it's a exactly. sexual harassment kind of a thing. Well, however, there. though, the, on on as far as the hybrid cars, uh, there still is a gas engine. There is, yes. and so there's maintenance from that perspective. Besides the fact that you still have tires, you still have brakes. Brakes, yes. You know, steering. so there are things that wear out yes. that need so replacing. So, as a as a mechanic, if you have a typical EV car, mm-hmm. do you have to take it in as often to get things done to your car? No. No, because you don't really? need to have like oil changes or anything. That's right. There's no oil changes, no lubrication, so to speak. I mean, obviously, you got to check the air in your tires and check your brakes once in a while. But in terms of the electric part of the vehicle, because uh, we've been servicing some hybrids for a long time, there's nothing to do on that side. That's good to know. If you want to have your hybrid service not at the dealer, go to Alan. There you go. So, um, you know, we Did are able to do it. Did she pay you for that? No, not at all. Okay, no. well, maybe but it's good to talk know about that. And the nice thing is, Louis Tremblay says his Flow Energy Network is in the midst of putting four thousand charging stations right across the country. And we're going to see more of that. We are. All right. Listen, if you have a car care question related to or not related to uh, electronic vehicles, the uh, phones are open. We'll be talking more about the auto show, and we welcome your calls on this another balmy day in Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get better. Two months golf. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back after these messages. Dave's Corner Garage, where we welcome your calls throughout the rest of the show. And we're talking about EB cars or any other car that you have that's uh, maybe breaking down on this lovely weather because this is a tough time of the year. Uh, speaking of breakdown, cars. speaking of uh, electric cars as such, um, I had uh, an experience yesterday, as a matter of fact. Oh, do tell us. Yes, a customer called and said, my hybrid won't start. And I went, okay, um, but they said no, but Motorly came, they gave me a boost, and uh, because it's the, the, the electric system is split in two. In other words, you have a 12-volt system, traditional, um, to get your gas engine running, and then, of course, you have the hybrid, which is your high-voltage side, but you can't switch it. So, in other words, if your gas engine won't start, you're up a creek. <laughs> uh, anyways, they called CA, they got a boost, they got it to my shop, and, uh, and sure enough, it did need a battery, and as much as it looked like a normal battery mm. uh, that you would see under the hood, it wasn't. It was specific madely, uh, specifically made for this Toyota Hybrid, and um, the cost of the battery, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Drum five, roll, please. Yes, $500. Oi, ouch. <laughs> exactly. And, and keep in mind, that's about two and a half times what a regular battery no kidding. cost. Yeah. And uh, so, cost saving. What did I save? <laughs> so, I, but do the batteries last longer? Uh, this car, no. No. No, no. I mean, on the good side, because I had actually the same people also had a Camry hybrid, and their concern was when their, le- when their lease was up, mm. um, you know, should they give it back or should they keep the car? The concern was now the car was four or five years old. As far as they knew, there was no warranty left. And if this big honking battery, the high-voltage battery, st- storage battery, goes, it's about four or $5,000. They didn't know Whoa, if they'd be stuck with it or not. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big, well, they're, yeah and they're, some manufacturers do, in fact, for EVs, they do uh, offer a certain uh, warranty for extended? the battery. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, not extended, no. When you buy the car, you can, you can buy it. Oh, purchase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do offer... Um, a warranty for well, the battery. Well, no, I, in, my, in this case here, I, I you know, had to do some investigation because I didn't want to get the wrong information. Sure. And my Toyota parts guy said, well, the truth is we've sold very few, okay? And the few that we have sold, they, they, the Toyota didn't ask for the full retail price. They, they you know, participated in the payment of. So they helped people ah, out. So they were really yeah. nice about it. He said the only one that they paid a majority of the price was a taxi that had a gazillion miles on it. was way over. I'm sure, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So it does happen. But, you know, talking about technology, not just electric cars, but, you know, they add all these new things. Cars down the road, they're talking by 2020, there's going to be full 
five level, you know, autonomous cars out there. That's right. So, yeah. you know, they've had to bring in a lot of these technology in earlier. Um, now, for example, my wife's car has active cruise control, yes. which means that it has eyes in front and behind. So, in other words, it has radar. And, and if you're approaching, you know, um, another vehicle when you have the cruise on, it will slow you down. But my concern is, you know, is, is, is people that aren't aware of what their cars can do, what the capabilities are, or make assumptions that their cars are smart and they're not really well, there and you know, and it's it's like your phone, okay? Like people um, will buy a vehicle that's loaded with this technology, mm-hmm. but they'll only like your phone. I mean, do you use all the capability on your phone? No, no. And An it's honest the same answer. thing with I like that. yeah. It's it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing with cars. He uses it for the NFL point spread, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you, a lot of people will buy a, a vehicle, and they they love the fact that it's got all this amazing technology. But they oh, they only use like twenty percent of it. They don't really yeah, take advantage true. of the full full thing. And a lot of it has to do. I was with a girlfriend the other day, and she, you know we're driving around. It was were you really, Yorkdale really cool. shopping or what? Well, we were we were doing you know like our movie. And, okay, you know, let's dinner not and go movie there because we'll get yeah. You don't we'll want to know. Charged. You don't want to know the details. We'll get charged like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Charged. Yeah, exactly. So and. I said, and I was like freezing cold, and I said, oh, don't mind me. I'm just going to turn on my, my heat, my, my seat warmer. She goes, oh, is that what that button's for? And she'd had the car for a year. Uh, those, <laughs> those tushy warmers are the best. Isn't that, oh, my God. And it was like she had, like, it can be, like, low or high. So I just went, high. Oh, we got a call. Is there? Yeah, we right. do. As a matter of fact, speaking of electrical issues, we got Doug in Innisfil's got a question for us. Oh. Doug, how you doing today? I'm absolutely fine. You're I'm in Innisfil. What? It. So how cold is it up in Innisfil today? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's not very warm. It's about, uh, looking out, I don't know, 20 below. Ah, it's not bad. Don't be sticking your tongue out on a pole or nothing, eh? Yeah, no, no not, not that, believe <laughs> me. What's your question? Well, my question is, with these um, electric cars and that, what happens with the heater? I mean, we're going to need a heater all day long today on them. How much does it run down the battery? And um, same with air conditioner. Does it um, like give you depreciably less time to drive or the, what? The short answer is yes. Yes, and that's why they like to test the electric vehicle. They make a big uh, you know, deal out of testing these electric vehicles in places like Canada because they want to show that they can actually withstand our harsh environment. New York and that, too, right now. Never mind Canada. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly, but it does significantly reduce the, the, uh, the charge time on the battery. I, I was, yeah. I'm going to guess and say probably half. What do you think? Um, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. I mean, you're the mechanic. You're the technician. But in terms of your heating electrician, exactly. I mean, on the hybrid car, and this is where I like the hybrid end of it, how it works is that the, the gas engine is what provides mm-hmm. you with you know, your heat because, uh, you know, the engine gets hot and we might as well use that hot antifreeze. And in fact, what they've done, Doug, is, is they've got a reservoir now and that reservoir is like a big friggin' thermos bottle, okay? And the whole idea is that that hot antifreeze flows through it and it stores a few gallons of the hot antifreeze so that, you know, the next morning it will still be warm because of the thermos bottle. So it's a way that they can stop some of that energy. Doug, what, what kind of uh, car do you have? Well, I don't, uh, I have a Honda, mm-hmm. but it's not an electric one, but I was just wondering, you know, I mean, we're all going to go there sooner or later, I would think. But. Well, one of the things that's probably going to come out on the market, and I, you know, is something called a mild hybrid. We can talk about that later, um, which, you know, offers you most of the advantages of a, a regular internal combustion engine, and uh, but, you know, is a little, has a little bit more uh, capacity for technology. Hybrid mild. A mild hybrid, yeah. Never heard of that. Hybrid mild. You like that? We're going to have to go uh-huh. back to there after the break. Okay. okay. All right. If you've got a car care question, whether it be electric or gas or natural gas or propane or whatever, or if there's three uh, husky guys behind pushing it, 
Give us a call. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. Gilman, line K, line four. I'm trying to get a hold of Norris. <laughs> really? On. I was pretty neat. You got the smartphone in one ear and you're talking out of the other? He's multitasking. He's like a, a millennial pretty, or something. The show. He's the a show, pretty children. fart smeller, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got Lynn on the phone. She's from calling in from Mississauga. And she's got a question about electric cars, I guess. Lynn, what can we do for you? Oh, hi. Hi. Uh, good morning. I have a question. I believe these um, charging stations were going to be... Uh, the char- the uh, cost of the charge is going to be free or picked up by the Ontario taxpayers through uh, the wind government. But what happens, uh, like what is the cost after that ends? It's not going to be free forever. You'd think not. I mean, I was quite surprised when uh, when Christina told me that, you know, when you go to a shopping mall and it's free electricity, they went, free? How, how is that? Um, yeah, it's not going to last forever. Well, it's not free. It's provided by hydro. Okay, okay well, so right. you, you don't hydro have to, the consumer is, the- is not... I'm sorry? sorry, but hydro is Ontario taxpayers, the people that pay for uh, hydro. No question about it. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Not disagreeing with you there. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're, in other words, we're subsidizing uh, all these uh, charging stations. Um, yeah, but you can get a Tim Hortons there and it'd be, it'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's a question that I don't think anybody really has the answer for yet because no. this, everything is so new right now that uh, they're sort of flying by the seat of their pants, much like uh, this wage hike we just had. Well, no, and, right. and and reality is we spoke about it before in the uh, in the green room that. We're already having brownouts now. Like, where's the electricity going to come to charge all come these from, vehicles? Yeah, and that's why they're encouraging people to charge in off-peak hours, like at night and stuff. Oh, isn't that nice of them? So it's like, yeah. so you get a really <laughs> hot day in July. Mm-hmm. You know what? You can sweat in your car for about five hours. When it cools down at night, go put the air, go charge it. I mean, there's just, there's some, seriously, there are some issues here. When it's this cold yeah. or when it gets that hot and you have rolling brownouts, well, Good they, luck. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I don't know how they're going to deal with that. And uh, it doesn't actually take that much to charge uh, an electric vehicle. Um, it's not, you, you think of how much gas you put into a regular car, and mm-hmm. that's it's nowhere near that much to actually charge an electric vehicle. Um, so the cost the of electricity is, is cheaper than the cost of gasoline. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is much cheaper. And, of course, that varies by province. Like in, 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 in Quebec, mm-hmm. that, who is like, you know, the, the province where there's the most EVs, and they have, you know, all this hydroelectric power, and they're come up, coming up with all kinds of crazy incentives. I mean, they have incentives on uh, used EVs now. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, if you, if you buy like a used EV, you can get a rebate from the Quebec government. And I believe they have something similar in BC as well, in British Columbia. So Quebec has the highest numbers of electric vehicles on the yes, road? Yes, they do, yeah. Oh, it's interesting. In Canada, yeah, they're the leaders. Different country. I, well, and, and they have, and they have, <laughs> but they have all that hydroelectric power. My God. But, you know? but the electricity is cheaper than the gasoline, huh? That's something like that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, and, right, so... All right. Well, then one of the other subsidies as well, and, and this is where a lot the, the government is trying to stimulate EV, you know, purchasing and, and with hybrids as well, is the big disc, the grants that they're giving people. Well, and this is the thing is that, yes, they will give you, a, a, they will help you to actually install the charging station. Yeah, no, I'm talking about when you buy an electric car. And when you buy an electric car, yes, they will, they will, you will get a rebate for that. And, um, uh, it's interesting that they only do it in the States. I know that it's only for a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. And um, and who knows what's going to happen with, you know, Mr., you know, what's his name down, down there? Yeah. Um, we won't mention his name. Number 45. That's what I've heard people say. Number 45. Um, 
And uh, I'm not sure how it's working in, in Canada. I do know that there are uh, subsidies that they do subsidize people because for very real reasons. Well, I mean, yeah, you, are, well, first of all, you get a break. You buy the car, you're getting at least $5,000 off the cost of the vehicle if you buy a leaf or something like that. Does it yes. change your insurance rates? Would your insurance rates Well, and it's interesting lower? because in this, um, uh, that's something I'd like to ask Norris, you know, when we do eventually get a hold of him because... I think he's says, snowshoeing somewhere. He says that <laughs> apparently you can you can save money on insurance by driving an electric vehicle. Well, and I would any, like to know... If it's anything like, uh, you know, if you put your winter tires on, you get a exactly. reduction. Like one percent. Was it one percent? However, however, if, oh, however, oh, um, no. Well, I mean, if you have a collision in one of these vehicles, yes, uh, harder to fix, way more expensive to fix. Well, all cars are more expensive to fix, as you know, True. because you you can't just hammer things out anymore. You have to you just replace things. Mm-hmm. You can't just repair them. You have to replace them. Well, no, of course, and and just the advent of airbags. I mean, you know, you have an yep. accident, and airbags <sighs> deploy. You have uh, you have seatbelts with pretensioners, which are one time only. Yep. Um, I, in fact, I saw a car a couple years back that didn't look like it had that much damage, perhaps a grill and a hood, yep. and, and the car was written off. And I said, what are you talking about? And they said, well, look inside, and you can see that all these airbags deployed, the seatbelts deployed. So before they even got to the collision part of the car, right. it was about $10,000 damage. Oh, my goodness. So that's oh. why they get written off. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and there's more and more of that going to be happening now. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, the cars get whacked, and, and, and just if you ruin the battery or if the battery's in question at all, that's $5,000. Again, before you get to the bumper and the, the back end and the... Which are all being made of lighter... <laughs> because the manufacturers are trying to lightweight their vehicles. All right, before the hour is out, we're going to give you a chance to win uh, four tickets for the Canadian International Auto Show. Excellent. Which is coming up uh, February 18th, around there. They're going to have a whole bunch of these vehicles that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and we're going to try and reach Norris. If we can't, then we'll uh, talk a bit more about the event and still give you a chance to win those tickets. So stick around. This is Dave's Corner Garage. You can hear us online at davescornergarage.com. We'll be right back. And you can go to davescornergarage.com and look for Lease Busters TV. We just started a new episode with uh, Jim Matthews. So uh, take a look, have a cup of coffee after the show's over, and... Uh, Honk her back and listen and watch with Dave and uh, Mr. Jim Matthews. <laughs> okay, Alain Galemin. All right, Mr. Luis is hanging on the line. He's got an 01 Civic, and he's got some issues. What can we do for you, Lily? Oh. Okay, I called in a few days ago regarding an issue, but this is a different one. Um, the car, when it, um, like it's running for a while, it smells like something's burning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't overheat. Um, I can't see the, the uh, antifreeze going down. Right. Um, and it doesn't smell like antifreeze. Does it smell like oil burning, perhaps? Um, it smells, you know, like the smell when you're burning a clutch. Right. Somewhat similar to that. But it's a sta- it's not a standard shift car. Yes, it is. Oh, it is a standard shift car. Ah, yep. okay. Um, do you, well, speaking of clutches, do you, when you're driving and you accelerate, do you see the revs going up and you're not moving anywhere as if the clutch is slipping? No, 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 no. That doesn't happen. The the car responds very well. Okay, so and and you don't uh, you don't loan your your car to a teenager who's just learning how to drive. <laughs> no, no. It's it, it seems like it's after a while you're driving. It seems like it warms up. What I do every now and then, uh-huh. I turn on the air conditioning so it kind of cools off the radiator. Right. And it seems like it helps with the smell going away. Well, sometimes you can have a very minor leak in the radiator where it's just sweating or seeping, and, and that will be enough that you're going to smell it. But but at the same time, you said it didn't smell like antifreeze. So. No, because antifreeze has a, like a sweet smell. 
Exactly. Until you have to pay for the repair, then it's not so sweet sometimes. <laughs> eh? oh, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. So I'm nice. sorry. I saw that one coming. Well, let, my favorite sure is let it go. my favorite is the check engine light, and it should be spelled C H E Q U E engine. Okay, <laughs> and it because always it comes always out. costs a whole lot of money. In fact, my yeah. my guess, Louie, is if you can get the car up on a hoist, I mean, probably need an oil change anyways. Take it in, and when a guy lifts it up, look underneath. There's probably oil seeping from somewhere, and it's getting onto the exhaust system. And when the engine gets hot, that's when it's starting to burn off a little bit. Uh, it could be a small engine oil leak. It could be power steering fluid leak. Um, but that, that's where I would look at. I, I would think either, again, the valve cover may be leaking. It's getting onto the exhaust manifold. That's normally you know, what we typically see. And is that and by your the way, typical? it's Sorry. 2001. It's still running smooth. That's great. That's great. How many clicks are on it? Uh, not even 100,000. Oh, it's a baby. Oh, take it for a drive today. It's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for your call. Have a good weekend. Louie, take care. Good luck finding it. Thank you. All right. You know, speaking of cold weather, we've got Mike in Collingwood, where I'm sure it's really cold up there. Mike. Oh, it's just cold there What's as it is happening here? in Collingwood? Well, we're in Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a good name. Hey, listen, people aren't even skiing. It's so cold. Yeah, oh, it's wow. true. It's true. You know what I'm calling about? And it's, I think it's, a, it's an important question. It's not about the car. It's about gas line antifreeze. Mm -hmm. Is it actually necessary? Because uh, some of the oil companies say we supply winter gas. Well, I don't know what what does winter gas mean. So, so <laughs> is because is, gas line antifreeze for those little bottles. It prices range from four to fourteen dollars. Really? So, yeah, yeah. I've been to Canadian Tire, mm -hmm. and for those six little bottles, like I don't know what the difference is. It's basically methyl hydrate. Right. So. <laughs> Is gas line antifreeze necessary in today's gasoline? Okay, you've brought up two different things. First of all, the summer and winter gas, which there is a difference, mm -hmm. uh, because the, the formulation is different, because gas burns quicker and easier, obviously, when the temperature is up, right. and, and, it, and the other way when it's cold. So they do have to change the gas formulation. In fact, there's been technical service bulletins putting out, put out by manufacturers that said, if your customer is complaining about lack of power or pinging or something, find out how old the gas in the tank is. Um, because if it's summer gas and it's now the wintertime, that could be part of the reason. Uh, but in terms of the water in the gas... Well, you know, there's been such a switch over the last number of years just on the environmental perspective. You know, gas tanks that were in the ground were always made out of steel. Right. And yeah. they always used to rust and they would leak. And the, part of the problem was not that the gas leaked out. It's just that the groundwater would leak in. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that, in a lot of cases, that was the source of the water in the gasoline. Okay. Right. But now since the tanks have been made out of, you know, fiberglass or some kind of heavy-duty plastic, you don't have the same amount of water. So you shouldn't need... Uh antifreeze then, gas line antifreeze. You know what? We haven't used it in years. Um, I don't use it either, no. No. I, no. Uh, you know, although we're... Busy shopping at Yorkdale, that's why. Well, we're... <laughs> 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 uh, you know, but who knows? I mean, we're down in the city and the winters have been milder anyway, so I, I well, don't know about that. Well, here's a side question. Yeah. You know what I do for the winter? Mm -hmm. um, I don't use gas line antifreeze. I don't have any problems, but I switch to premium gas because right. there's no ethanol in it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, interesting. That's... So, um, you know, I was just wondering, uh, like I said, you wouldn't believe the prices of this gas line antifreeze for those little three-ounce or four-ounce bottles there from from 3 to $4 but, to but, 14 But premium's not cheap either well, these days. Well, no, but, um, yeah, but I'm just saying I probably shouldn't even need to use premium or gas line antifreeze. Okay, no. Mike, listen, can you just stay on the line for a second? We're going to talk more about the International Auto Show right now with... Uh, 
with Alan Christina. But we're going to give you a pair of tickets for the uh, for the show, so hang on. Okay. And uh, Sebastian will get your name and your phone number. We'll give you a call after the show's finished, okay? Okay. Coming up February the 16th to the 25th, downtown at the Metro Toronto Convention Center is the Canadian International Auto Show. Oh, I can't wait. There's always so much to see. Well, you're going to have to wait because we're going to break now. Oh, are we? <laughs> <laughs> That's the magic music. Hey, we got to run. This is Dave Corner Garage. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. The Canadian International Auto Show, you can go to autoshow.ca and see everything that's going to go on. However, Al, you've got some previews of what's going to be coming up. Exactly. And don't forget, we will be there live. Yes, we will be. And uh, we'll be doing a car show. We're doing a show from the show, at the show, on family days when we normally have it. We're going to try. A car show special. Come by and see us. We're going to have a whole bunch of people there, probably give away some prizes. Dave has uh, new clothes from Walmart. We'll be fine. His George attire. Yes. He shops exclusively George. Yes. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Leave it to to Dave. There you go. Um, So the car show is coming up, and there's going to be all kinds of... uh, New electrics and, and, and cars there with all kinds of uh, new technology. Um, and I, I guess we'll be able to drive a car down there, do you think? Well, now, what they're doing now is, is they're, they're, they're letting you actually take a, an electric vehicle for a test drive. Oh, so perfect, yeah. There's eight manufacturers of EVs. So that's Nissan, BMW, Fiat Chrysler, Honda, Mercedes. Mitsubishi, Hyundai, and Volvo. So who doesn't have one? Exactly. Much. Yeah, who yeah. does not have an electric car now? Yeah. I don't. But anyways, um, no. they'll be. So you can not only just like look at these, but mm-hmm. you'll be able to drive them um, in the convention center's north and south b- buildings, and they have some special sections. They've done this before with mm-hmm. other vehicles, but um, I guess they've got it set up now just for EVs. So that sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not going to miss that. No, exactly. And, you know, if people are out there and concerned and they wonder what, wonder how it feels, does it drive the same? Yeah. You'll have the opportunity to drive it. Yeah, and they've got things like um, the Honda Clarity, mm-hmm. um, the, the Chevy Volt and the Bolt. Why did they do that? Why do they have the Volt and the Bolt? They couldn't think of a more. The Outlander uh, plug, plug-in hybrid. I like the Volt and the like, Bolt. Yeah. I do. But, but, but anyways. And, um, the four-letter Honda- word. When it doesn't start up, you use the four-letter <laughs> word. The four-letter word, yeah. My Bolt won't work. Yeah, and so, and the Hyundai Ionic, I think that's how you pronounce it, and our Ionic. I so don't they know. got a bunch of cars. It's great. A lot of yes. be a lot of fun. Yep, and and you can even like drive around on a Segway if that's your thing. Um, they had a thing last year uh, at near where our booth was. Oh yeah, and it was a it was an SO pump, right? And you had a you had to guess it when you put the the hose back in the tank, mm-hmm. and if you hit a certain number, you got a you had a little coupon. It was awesome. lined up. So Dave McLean, who who takes care of a lot of the show, is mm-hmm. really getting cool with some interactive stuff where the families and just general public overall awesome. get involved. So and they had daycare for the family. It's great. Drop the kids off, and they'll they'll take an EV for a ride. Hey, Dad, look yeah. at this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Look at me. Look at me, Mom. And you can also drive a, a Vespa electric scooter if you want. Ooh, that'd oh, be Vespa, yeah. Vespa's gone electric now? Vespa's gone. <laughs> well, why not? Why well, not? You know what? I did drive an electric bicycle. and, and Oh, yeah? It was neat. It was, was really that cool, neat. Eh? It makes you feel like Superman or Super Lady. You know, you're, you're pedaling, and all of a sudden, you're going faster, and, and you're not pedaling any faster because <laughs> the motor takes over. Yes. Yeah, it, it's really amazing. We saw some Vespa EVs when we were in uh, Italy this year down in Puglia, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, you can they got a wine skin around you, and off they go. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, hope, you're, hope you're wearing nice. a helmet. <laughs> they didn't care, I don't think, at that point. That's Italy for you. Yeah, it's great. One in Rome, one in Italy. Uh, yeah, but charging stations. 
Well, you know what? They're a lot more. They're a lot better about that in Europe than they oh, are over here. Really? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah, because they, you know, it's it's over there. The pollution is just like so bad. Well, true, they, and, and, and they've got their regulations are a lot, you know, tougher than well, ours. Well, and I guess the what stimulates it too is their gas prices are stupid. And there you go. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah, was it was one point six five euros euros mm-hmm. per liter. I think it worked almost like $3 a, a liter. Oh, that's but, insane. A liter. But, the, but when you pull in the gas stations, though, the espresso is so good. You don't <laughs> care. They got paninis. Who you needs it? You don't care. Kick the Mark calls before we're all done here. All right, quickly, we're going to go to Mark in Amherst, New York, who's got a sound of water on a day like today, Mark? Yeah, it sounds like there's water in the uh, dashboard. Now, when you accelerate, that's when you hear the, the bubbling sound? No, when I back out of the garage. Okay, and uh, what kind of car is it? Uh, it's a brand new uh, Malibu. Mm, no, mm. I, the first thing that I would suggest is that you check the coolant level, okay? Because what happens is the the heater core, which is inside the car, um, and is the highest part of the system. If the system is low in coolant at all, um, you'll hear a, a, a gurgling. Or you'll you'll hear as the water goes through. A gurgling? Through. Do you uh, want to give us a sound so we know what we're looking for here? Well, Mark could do it if you want. Mark, can you do a gurgle Mark, for us? Mark, what's it sound like? <laughs> no. Just, pre- <laughs> just pretend okay. you're ready. You're, all, you're among friends here. Problem, and it turned out to be the radiator. There you go. Exactly. Um, mm. but, but it was because the rad was leaking, I'm guessing? Gee, I don't know. Okay, because, again, that's usually what it is. You've got air bubbles in the system, and you're hearing the water slosh around. Whereas if it's full, you don't hear that water sloshing back and forth. That happened the last time I was at a Buffalo Bills tailgate party. You were sloshed? You no, were sloshed? No, 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 no. But there were people doing There were people Hi, doing gurgling. Hey. Oh, look at that. They're so happy. They're, they're bonding. Uh, at least I didn't jump into a fire pit. Did you see that guy from the Bills game? No. He, he's on the top part of his uh, flatbed pickup, and he's got a barbecue going, right? It's all lit up. And he died. Into it, and uh, oh no! Did he have Are a top on? No, for? he was. He had an EV charger in him, though. He was. He was <laughs> <laughs> That's electric. The electricity is in the air. Go I'm, on more calls. I'm hey. all charged up now. All right, so that was no great. more calls. Oh come on, that's it. That's it. I guess nobody loves us. Well, there are calls. He just doesn't want to take anymore. Well, you know it's what? It's been we, difficult. No, no, no. And, 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 you know, but we have specific topics today. We want to talk about, yeah. you know, yeah. modern things that are in cars. You know, you, you, your car is an older one or a newer one? I have, people laugh at me because I have like a 15-year-old Acura. So it but has an electric cool start or do you have a crank handle in no, the front? Yeah, actually, you know what? Okay, so I have an RSX, right, uh-huh. which is a cool car. I come out every couple of months. There's like some guy, you know, some young guy going, hey, you want to sell this car? Every couple of months. Does no, he talk seriously. like that, really? They do. They talk, They always talk like Is that. This guy at Yorkdale on the weekends, too? <laughs> <or what? laughs> Listen, uh, we want to thank everybody for calling up today, and especially Christina for sitting in for uh, For Dave. Dave. Big shoes to fill. Al, well, there's other things that are... We won't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. Does Don't this chair there. make my butt look big? Uh, <laughs> turn, turn sideways and we'll check your EV. But anyways, <laughs> thanks for all your calls, and don't forget... Uh, you can go to daiscornergarage.com and listen to this show whenever you want to uh, on podcasts and check out our uh, YouTube car care tips at daiscornergarage.com. Next week, we'll have Trevor Hutchison in from Crown, which is really the perfect time to get your car ready mm-hmm. for rust because it's, it's going to oh, happen. Oh, this is it's ready for rust. It's ready to avoid rust. Well, you come on, get with the program. What's the difference? Thank you, Sebastian, for doing a great job. We yes, run. thank you so much. Drive safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails.
This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.